Ladies and gentlemen, it's Mr. Luke Pitkin. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Travis Pepper. That's me. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Cute it's always biscuits, hey? I, I, I always forget how beautiful your voice is. Uh, <laughs> your dulcet tones. Your, your dulcet tones. <laughs> you, 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 I think you could be in one of, you could be the front man of one of these many indie bands that you've been uh, giving me to listen oh, to. I think you, do you know could. what, mate, that would have been the dream. That would have mm. been the dream for me to do that. And uh, I, do you know what? Like, I can't sing, but if I could, I think I'd be a good front man, to be fair. Yeah, I think I, I think would so. be consistent be, energy. Uh, yeah, energy's always going to be there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, natural with the ladies as well. You've got to be natural with the ladies if you're going to be uh, a front man. So well, I consider you down. quite, I thought you were quite unnatural uh, around <laughs> anyone. So I, did, I didn't, know it, I didn't right. know it changed <laughs> in front of women. Did you say around anybody? <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought you were going to say ladies, but you said around anybody. Um, <laughs> but seriously, bro, how was your birthday? It was 26 now. Yeah, 26. 26 is On pretty... On um, down to 30. Uh, yeah, yeah. So everybody has been reminding me that I'm getting old. And, um, yeah, it was an, it was an interesting, interesting, um, interesting day. So basically what I do with, uh, or used to do before Corona was some friends, uh, that I made here that are from England. So there's two English Mm. people in Stuttgart. We used to do these things where, um, we'd have a dinner and drinks, um, at one of their houses and Mm -hmm. we'd invite people that we'd met that week, uh, to come and join us, just whoever they are, wherever they're from. And that's how we'd get to know people and um, lots of people from lots of different countries because uh, we were, we are immigrants ourselves. So we get to see uh, lots of lots of different people through all these groups that get organized. And so basically okay. for my birthday, um, they they just got back from the UK two, two or three weeks ago. One mm-hmm. of them was like, well, the first one back is your birthday and we'll do that. So he bought a barbecue at a nice big barbecue feast everyone brought something it was really nice um we went out to get some drinks afterwards as well before the noise complaints started happening which is always always good um but the night was um it was, it was very strange we um my uh, one of my friends tried to invite someone that she'd met on tinder along to it um towards the end marketing. of that no, no it could have been there. some good tinder marketing um yeah. But she's she's giving him directions and we're all trying to give him directions to get to this place. And okay. it's so obvious where we're sat. Like she sent a picture of me pointing at the big neon sign that was behind us saying, yeah. it's this place. And, you know, um, yeah, yeah. turns out he was already there, but he was busy chatting to some random people and okay. he just did not come and say hi to us for about 20, 30 minutes until he turns up, just puts his arm around her and she goes, what the hell are you doing? Like <laughs> you were stood over there 20 minutes after I invited you out. What were you doing? And so I started grilling this guy 
Oh, you and didn't. It, you were that guy. Were you really that guy? Well, he I must just, have thought, who the hell is this bloke? Like, nah, because... <laughs> who the hell is this jumped up little English prick? <laughs> I was like, I was like, what the hell are you doing? So my, I, I thought I was getting a bit too harsh, but then my two friends who yeah. were left there were like, no, it was brilliant. Like, just, you just... Like, because he, he, he was, he was one of those people that were just like, oh yeah, I'm just like really cool. And I'm, I kind of just, I basically was just calling him out on everything he said. And so I found out that he was actually, uh, there to deal drugs and he already had a girlfriend waiting for him at home. So I was like, ah, great. And meanwhile, my friends there having invited him on Tinder, just looking wow. shocked so that I've managed to get this information out of him. But, um, that's um yeah it was quite cool that's 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 one interesting character like i guess each to their own fair yeah, play yeah. to him i mean he's um, uh he's, he's a better man than both you and i are we would you know admittedly we would deal drugs and be womanizers if we could we just yeah. can't so we have just to settle for what we've it. got <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. we say that <laughs> the only we, um, reason we say he's a nasty guy we, is because we're jealous of him that's yeah why. yeah obviously yeah if only we could be like that that would be amazing yeah totally we but, would um, be the worst drug dealers, you and me. It'd be all sorts of sh- like shenanigans if we were drug dealers. Drugs seem to be you can't keep our, can't keep our mouths shut. I think that's the main <laughs> issue. <laughs> we'll talk ourselves into jail. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we would have, we would be the kind of people that would get past the first line of questioning. Um. Uh. uh so like we'd get stopped, and it would be like, "Have you guys? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how they do it. Have you guys got any drugs on you?" And we'll go, "No, officer." And they're about to walk I'm off. Sure that's exa- one of the- I'm sure that's exactly how they do it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's exactly. In police officer training 101, the first bit is, if you're approaching a drug dealer, ask the question, do you have any drugs on you? Well, there are some idiots out there so who might just yeah. be like, yes, wait, no, uh, Monty, Python's, <laughs> Monty Python style. But we'll get away with it and they'll be walking off and then one of us will just drop the ball and be like, oh, did you check our bags? Oh, they didn't. Oh, thank God they didn't check the back, you know. <laughs> and we'll end up dobbing ourselves in. But yeah, it was it was it was, but, it was a good birthday evening. And uh, when we went to nice. take our friend, uh, we walked our friend back to the um, the the train station so she could get a train back. And whilst we were sat mm-hmm. there, this group of people walked past, and they was uh, led by this 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 English girl, and she um, like had a just a load of Americans that she just picked up from her night out who were just doing basically everything that she said but she heard that we mm-hmm. were speaking in english accent so she came over and was like oh my god you're english why are you here what are you doing like are you living here blah 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 blah. and so um uh she was she turns out she'd gone on a night out with some friends she'd made loads of new friends and her original friends had all gone home so she had convinced okay. all of these new friends to come and watch the sunrise at 5 30 a.m uh on a nice. hill and so she, wrong with that. she extended the invitation to us. And so I immediately ah. went, yes, of course we're going to do this. So the three of us then Sounds went and watched like the Sounds like the logical choice. Yeah, that's but, cool. Because yeah, your outfit looked, your outfit looked very Travis Pepper as well, I must say. Because mm. like, I saw it, I, I, what, the, the, the bit I saw in your story, which we should put on Instagram because it's a good little mm. photo of you. Um, I was like, that photo is winning. I was like, the rest of this story's got a lot to live up to. And then the next photo was like you behind some decks looking absolutely trashed with your like <laughs> arms, your arms like flailing behind your body. I was yeah. like, there he is. Yeah, I got, I got told off like goes. two seconds later, um, uh, just because I walked behind there and I was just like putting my arms up and someone was like, no, 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 not allowed, not allowed to touch anything um, there. And I was like, oh, 
Okay. But yeah, the, the, the outfit, basically, um, I realized I didn't have anything that I thought was suitably outrageous to wear. Um, so mm. I went shopping on Thursday. I told my friend and she said, oh, I'll come shopping with you. And I, and she went, what are you looking for? And I went, I said, I want a shirt that is as visually offensive as possible. And okay. she kind of went, okay, cool. I kind of know what you're going for. And we tried on some pretty horrific looking shirts. And then we saw this one with the tigers all over it. And I kind of went, oh, yeah, this is, this is one for me. I, 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 and I went for it. It, was it goes against your leopard print. Yeah, like, yeah, this is this is what leopard, um, leopard print theme. But someone you know, said it's your birthday. We'll let yeah, you ha- yeah. we'll let you have one day a year off where you can wear <laughs> something that isn't leopard print. Yeah, yeah. Tiger Travis um, for a bit. Tiger Travis on his birthday. Mm. That's cool, man. <laughs> I'm glad you had a good uh, a good birthday. Did you get many like nice presents or anything? I I got some pretty good presents this year because you, you yeah. Do you find that um, some of your, your I don't know your your mates your family don't necessarily like have the same hobbies as you so when it comes to buying you a present they're kind of it would always be better for them to just give you a bit of cash for you to go and buy the thing for your hobby that you want to do you find this at all uh i'm gonna say no right because like my mom would say oh what do you want for your birthday do you want some hiking gear and of course she knows well, well, rock climbing gear. She, she doesn't knows nothing about rock climbing, so it's right, kind of like, okay. I see what you know, you're saying. I see what you're saying. Buy, buy yourself some, you. something to do with that. Well, yeah, okay. I think everybody kind of just. I got a little, few little presents. Um, some mates knew I wanted a new climbing harness, so I got a new climbing harness. Some mates knew that I was talking about. Oh, I really want the pasta maker, but I think it's a bit excessive to get. So they bought me a pasta yeah. maker. Um, okay. So I was there just like. Nail on the head, guys. Like it wasn't, it, there weren't like big presents or anything, but it was just like well chosen. I did it well. Yeah. That's yeah. nice. You get to a point like I'm a massive birthday Scrooge and I'm like, ah, I, I don't like my birthday. I just don't like being, the, I don't get it. I don't get birthdays. I'm a bit of a misery. You're about to say you don't like being birthdays. the center of attention. I felt like no, that was what you were about to say and I was going to, I was going to yeah, contradict well, it. <laughs> Well, no, no, no. I kind of do, but I don't get why I should be celebrated for that day. I haven't mm. done anything, so don't celebrate me. That annoys me. I'm like, you should celebrate, I don't know, my mum and dad. They're the one that kind of put the effort in, oh, however long that was. I don't so know. on your birthday, oh, I should get Trace a, um, uh, a present. Grace Dog something. Yeah, yeah. yeah, get Grace Dogs a present and say, <laughs> well done. Fucking well done for putting up for him with the last 20, How did you do it? years of your life. Yeah, exactly. But like, I don't know. I feel like it's, you're just getting, you're just getting attention and you're getting celebrated for no reason. And I just don't like that. Mm. Okay. I, I love birthdays though. I, I love, I love celebrating my birthday, but I do love celebrating other people's birthdays as well. Yeah, um, I do. I do enjoy other, other people's birthdays. I just don't get it massively, mm. but yeah, I hope you had a good one. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, if um, I was there, I just wouldn't be happy with the idea of you having fun. But I'm glad you had fun, you know. <laughs> I think it's completely undeserved, whatever fun you had. Yeah. I'm, I'm just bitter because I didn't get to spend it with you this year. Because last year I got to dress up like a Jedi Knight and run around in the woods. Yeah. Real, real time. So well, this, was, you know. this was something that we were talking about. You know, people were saying, um, I usually have quite big birthdays, big, like, theme parties um and stuff like this and so we were saying uh well we can't really do that this year with the whole corona situation so i said oh i'll just have to go twice as big next year and they were like Mm -hmm. how are you going to do that and i was like well i have 
a new country with a load of new friends. So technically we can get twice as many people, just like half will be English, half will be German. And I thought, yeah, this would be good. And then uh, if I get everyone in one place, then um, every English person I'll pair with a German and, uh, you know, you, the English person Sounds will nice. have to be looked after by the German and stuff like this. <laughs> Yeah, and yeah, yeah. There's lots to work with. And so next year, next year it'll be big. Next year it will be big. Glad you enjoyed it. So uh, i uh been texting some pretty hot birds this week. It's been part of my week this week. Right. You know where this is going, don't you? Kind of. It's your sister. I've been texting your sister this week. Oh, right. Um, <laughs> I don't know what you're expecting. And now I was texting your sister this week. Um <laughs> She's 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 all right. Surprisingly, you know, not surprised actually. <laughs> feeling her out a little bit. I think that uh, I was thinking about it. I was like, me and your sister would be the worst couple on the face of the planet. Um, no offense to your sister, um, <laughs> but like in a relationship, you have to listen to each other. You need at you need at least one person that listens, and uh, neither myself or your sister like to listen. So I feel like if we was in a relationship together, nothing would be achieved ever. <laughs> Um, we just scream, we just talk over each other and louder and louder and louder. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, um, but now I was texting okay. her. All right. I was, uh, te- uh your mum is the one for me though. I think I've always mm-hmm. got a soft spot for Liz and, uh, she does, she does Liz- think you're all right as well. She, she said yeah. she'd prefer me and you to get married, uh, as opposed to some of my, uh, female friends. So that's, <laughs> that's, that's a compliment. <laughs> From, uh, from well, well, I'm going to take that, mate. Yeah, I'll take yeah. it. Um, <laughs> but no, so that was part of my week. I, I went on another walk this weekend with Shelfed um, and Queen of Sneaks. Yeah, ticked off 12 miles with them on Saturday. And then on Sunday, I uh, I went and... Oh, mate, this is how you know when you're getting into the middle part of your life. I, on Sunday, I spent my day holding babies, or a baby, I should Aww. say. Um, so, yeah, I know. Sunday, me with a baby. Um, and I've got photographic evidence as well, so it did actually happen. But one of my best friends, um, who I call Tucker, he... Uh, uh, right. yeah, he yeah. Had, he, do you know Tucker? He, he was at your, your party last year, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. Yeah. We should probably put some... But he had a little baby. Um, he's all over Instagram as hashtag ATB. So mm. I'll do a little shout out. I said I would. He actually specifically said to me, will you talk about my baby on the podcast? I was like, yeah, all right, I'll, <laughs> give him a, I'll give him a little shout out. So hashtag ATB. But um, he introduced me as Uncle Tuna. And uh, yeah, this is Uncle Tuna. And I was like, this is the start of the downfall for me with uh, the, the whole Tuna that situation. That kid's going to go to school and tell everyone that he's got a Tuna for an uncle. And... <laughs> People, people are going to be confused. Mate, to be fair to him, he was cute as can be, and oh. uh, he was rare. I, you know, I was a little bit like, "Look, he's going to put this. Ba- he's going to expect me to hold this baby." And I don't. I, like, this is the first time I've ever held a baby, so I kind of was didn't know what to do. I was a little bit like, "Yeah, how's this going to go?" But was it a bit difficult because he was... he's like almost as tall as you, or <laughs> just over the shoulders <laughs> actually Tucker said Tucker said that to me as well he was like mate took, took a photo of you and ATB and your forearms look ripped I was like he's three months old right like, like if I don't look ripped against somebody that's three months old I've got, I've got fucking problems here Tucker he said just, it just as needs- if it was a right compliment as well like he was being genuine mate you look ripped next to him yeah well he's three months man like- <laughs> just give him a bit of training and he will um it, it'll be ready to take you one-on-one, so 
<laughs> yeah, no, nah, but he was he was good as gold. He sat there and he smiled and uh, he was happy. And so, yeah. like, my mate is absolutely chuffed to bits, which is the main thing. Um, but what I feel like we should do is we should talk about why I call him Tucker. Do you do you know why he's called Tucker? No, no, no. I don't know why you, you don't. Because as we go through this, like as you know, I like a nickname, mm-hmm. um, and. I don't know why. Psychologically, I like doing it, but I like giving people nicknames. Hence, why we are here doing the Travis Pepper show. When your is name true? is actually yeah, what? What is your name? I don't yeah, even know. Forgotten. It doesn't even register. Forgotten, mate. <laughs> so, I like as God is my witness. I swear to you that the reason that this guy is called Tucker is because he has figured out how to tuck his penis inside to his body, like tuck it inside, and. Um, <laughs> <laughs> And it sounds ludicrous, mate, but it's absolutely true. And there's a story because do you remember when Snapchat became um, when Snapchat was like early days and you it was this amazing app where you could send things and then it would disappear. Well, Tucker had sent a photo to another one of my friends who we call Rick Nasty. And um, (laughs) it said, (laughs) let's let's call him for all intensive purposes, Pete, because I don't really know if he wants me to share stories about how he can tuck his penis inside himself. But the uh, the the image, the the image to describe it is of his bottom half and where his testicles are, it is literally just like a vertical drop. So there's no there's no there's no shaft there, no penis there whatsoever. It just runs straight down to his nutsack and the caption read Pete's tuck shop open for business, right? Oh my god. (laughs) So so I obviously used to find that hilarious that uh, he'd sent this photo of his penis tucked inside his body and um, and he'd sent it on Snapchat thinking it would disappear and Rick Nasty has managed to get a screenshot. So my other friend has managed to screenshot this photo and for a long time, I knew it was in existence. For a long time, I knew it was in existence, but I didn't know where it was. And uh, in one of the lads' group chats, like this has got to be like two two years down the line he mm. just dropped in this photo of uh this 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 penis that is tucked into him into his body and, and, and um, had he not shared it with anyone else before apart from obviously no, the that no 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 uh, so i didn't know that he had it but this is the thing because i knew this photo had existed and i and i brought up in the conversation in the lads chat i was like yeah there's that photo out there somewhere someone's got it of you with your penis tucked inside your body and it just bang it appeared in the whatsapp chat and i was just like yes <laughs> <laughs> and i've obviously got it now i've shown it to many people i don't know if it's appropriate to put on to uh Instagram. the Instagram. Um, Is that appropriate? No. Penis tucked inside his body. No. But what I was thinking... <laughs> no. But what I was... <laughs> Chief of quality control is like clawing his eyes out right now and just listening, just like, oh, oh guys, what? <laughs> but um, I was thinking that maybe at one point we should get him on the podcast to do a how-to step-by-step guide of how to tuck your penis inside your body. Um because it fascinates me. Like, think about it. Do you think if you actually, you know, had your penis, do you think you could tuck that inside your body? Can I? Like, where would you begin? Yeah, no, I, I personally wouldn't. Like, why do you want it? Is it extra storage area? What can you store in there? Like, That's... half a pencil? <laughs> like, it's not like I'm going to. It's it's, it's, it's it's not going to be like, uh, just like, oh. I don't know. You know what? You know what's annoying? I always wish I had like one more stick of chewing gum. So you know what? I can, I can always just keep it there, and in case of emergencies, 
Mm. I don't know. I, I'd love to know what was going through his head when he when he first discovered that actually, like, he could tuck his penis into his body and and. He 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 says that he can't kind of walk with it, so like he can do it, and he will do a couple of steps, and it will it will fail unfold. That's like um, that's so, like yeah. a like a shitty pickup line gone wrong. Mm. You're trying to tell someone it's like um, oh. sometimes I can't walk because of my penis, and it's like <laughs> usually because oh because it's so big, but in this case it's because oh yeah I tucked it in. <laughs> I was like, good night, Mister Penis, tucking you in now. <laughs> Mate, can you you do the jingle and give me a minute? (laughs) If you sometimes feel like a moron, don't worry, we've got one too. Because we're not that clever, but we make it all up with our can-do attitude. So if you like a bit of banter with me and this old wanker, we've got just the thing for you. We've got lots of content and it won't make sense. It's the Travis Pepper Show. So yeah, like I needed that to compose myself, but I do think like at some point we should potentially get him on to do a step-by-step guide of this is how you, you know, fold your penis into your body. Because I actually find it quite impressive. Okay. But should we instead maybe talk about something we do know about how to do? Because I'm sure there's loads of listeners out there going like, guys, I love this concept, but if you can't actually tell me how to turn my penis inside out, then I need you guys to move on, you know? Well, it's not inside out. Well, tucking it, tuck your penis in. So yeah, it's like turning <laughs> yourself into an action man doll. That's kind of what it is. <laughs> <laughs> you know how action men well, have those like. <laughs> welcome to the Travis Pepper Show, everybody. Woo! <laughs> oh dear. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't yeah. know how we can segue from that. I, I, I what from tucking. Uh, what are we going to go for first? The film? Yeah, yeah, I'd say... So even though we know that the meat can be in the music, I say, yeah, let's get this film out and then let's do these uh, two albums that we've done because we did uh, double albums as well from last week. So, because last week we yeah. did uh, When They See Us by Ava DuVernay, uh, Lift Your mm-hmm. Spirit by Aloe Black and Future Dust by The Amazons. And so uh, yes. When They See Us went into the library and Future Dust went into the playlist as well. So I'm um, yeah, I'm excited about this week. But yeah. you're gonna you're gonna start with a peanut butter falcon, are the you? The peanut butter falcon. See that's the weirdest movie name that we've had so far, but it's the only one that you haven't screwed up, I think. The peanut butter falcon. Yeah, it's the strangest I think it was be- strangest title and it's the only one you didn't get wrong. Uh what was it? Mr. Fantastic. Now they now they see us, now they don't <laughs> <laughs> when, I just kept getting that one confused. When they see us, if you see me, have you seen us? <laughs> one's um, a magic show. This is, one's a drama <laughs> about <laughs> falsely accused of rape and murder. Yeah, I, bit of confusion there, maybe. So yeah, um, but no, the peanut butter falcon. Do you do you want to give this an intro? Because okay, so it's a it's a weird film. Yeah, it's a it's a, it's a it's a feel good. It's a travel film. It's a not a travel film. It's a journey film. Um, it's about this uh, this kid called uh, Zach uh, who has Down syndrome, and basically because his um, because he didn't have any resources um, or family supporting him, he was put into an old people's home because it's the only way that he could get the care uh, 
um, an attention that the, the, the authorities thought that he needed. Um, but it's his dream instead to become a wrestler and join a wrestling school. So he's got this tape of this wrestling school and he keeps trying to escape um, this home so that he can go and join this wrestling school. Um, so he, he escapes and then he goes on this journey to join this uh, wrestling school where he meets his new best friend, Shia LaBeouf, who I think was awesome. And I thought it's a small cast. I think all the characters are really, really cool in it. Really, really, mm-hmm. like, I really, really enjoyed like each of the characters they're in. So there's no one who I kind of went, ugh, that, this is this person, this character. But yeah, it's a feel good film. Um, it's yeah, they go on this journey together. Um, I thought it was really, really endearing, really, really wonderful. And there's some really funny moments in it as well. So I thought it was really, yeah. really nice. Would you, would you agree, uh, for the, the yeah, two sentences I, there? Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I kind of, it was weird cause I flicked it on and, um, I was kind of like, admittedly I turned this film on and I thought I'll get into it in a second and I was kind of daydreaming I wasn't really concentrating and then like 30 seconds in or 40 seconds in this down syndrome lad gets absolutely rugby tackled to the ground (laughs) and and I I caught that out of the corner of my eye and was like what the hell just happened here so I had to start the film again like (laughs) 45 seconds into it mm. because I I kind of had seen that whole bit where he's in this old people's home and he, he's, he gives the lady like his dessert doesn't he or something so yeah. she causes a scene and he makes a break for it <laughs> but security don't just stop him they literally like say twat him don't they they take him out and I was kind of as I say half in half out and looked up and this disabled lad's making a run for it and then this geezer comes in and just takes him out yeah. I've got to start this again um, <laughs> I thought it was a good so- start to the movie uh, could, considering if you if you watch the trailers and everything, you're like, oh, it's a feel good film. It's going to start slow until he runs out. And then it's just like, nope, first attempt straight off the bat. He's, uh, he's convinced one of the uh, people to pretend to choke on a pudding so that he can make a break for it. <laughs> I thought it was brilliant. It's great. No, 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 it was good. And, and it's good. It's good to see. Um, it's good to see people with disabilities getting roles like that, because obviously he's a main character, right? He's one of the two main characters. Mm. Um, and I thought he was wicked. I thought he was wicked in it. He's obviously got a great sense of humor as well because he takes a load of, uh, not a load of stick, but it, 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 part of the film takes the Mickey out of his situation, doesn't it? And, and kind of has a laugh at him. Yeah. Um, I mean, there are characters in there. So I thought fair play as well that, you know, do mock him genuinely, genuinely. And he's had to do that. But then there is, Obviously, there's something that he brings his his character brings to the table uh, as, as well, mm-hmm. which is a different kind of situational comedy. Because there's um, the, the bit that really caught me off guard is when that they've they're on this little raft, and because um, he's training to become a wrestler, um, Shia LaBeouf's character what was his what was the character called uh, Tyler? Yeah, Zach. T- so Zach, Zach, oh, no. uh, Zach was the main character. Tyler was Shia LaBeouf's okay. character. And yeah, so yeah, yeah, you're Tyler's right. just like, well, we need to start training then. And, you know, if you're going to be a wrestler. So they start doing this little training montage, which was, which was cool. Uh, teaching him how yeah. to fire a shotgun and everything. But they're on this raft mm-hmm. and they say, he's, he says, Tyler says to him, it's like, oh, Zach, right. You got to, you got to 
keep training. So let's see how long you can hold your breath, put your breath in the water. Because he wanted to say to Eleanor, which was the, uh, which was Zach's carer, like she wanted, he wanted to like tell her off for how she was treating him, but didn't want Zach to hear. So Zach's like, all right. And he puts his head in the water to see how long he can hold his breath for. And then the second time he comes up, because he'd just been there chilling, he'd caught a fish. (laughs) <laughs> with his yeah, hands. yeah, yeah. He slams the fish out. <laughs> yeah, that was brilliant. So yeah, yeah, that was good. It, it caught me off guard when he shot the shotgun for the first time, and he shoots the gun, and the recoil sends him like <laughs> six feet, <laughs> six feet behind. He just disappears. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so that made me laugh. But do you know what? Like Shia LaBeouf, I uh, I didn't realize he's a nutter, isn't he? He's gone. He's gone. Yeah, yeah. He's gone through a lot of. Um, like My the Transformer God. movies, he got realize. into a lot of drug abuse and stuff after that. So he's he's suffered a lot because of that. But he seems a bit more, I don't know. I think you, like people might say that he seems a bit, what's it called, woke or something like that. But he seems to be, have some profound opinions on certain things at the moment. Which is always interesting. Oh, does he? Well, he's just kind of, like, okay. he's put a lot of money into, um, uh, he, he, he started a, I guess it's like a community theatre uh, in areas mm-hmm. which those opportunities weren't for around, so lots of impoverished areas. So people come okay. on weekends and they're they're learning theatre and they're putting on shows and stuff like that. So he puts a lot of money into that kind of stuff because uh, he was like, you know, if he had this kind of support back in the day, then he might not had to go through um, the like. He might have felt a bit more welcome and accepted. So he's been setting stuff up like that, which I think is really cool. Um, yeah, and it's nice to see him in a movie like this as well. Because <laughs> have you seen the interviews with him and Zach? Um, I did see one. Yeah, yeah. They, they, for me, I thought they were quite quite funny, and they 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 had a good dynamic offset as well. So it seems. So yeah, but, yeah. No, no, no. I, I would agree with you. And I think yeah, because I, I just got into it and I was like, oh my god, he's he's a, he's he's done some crazy things. Because for me, Shia Booth, he, he'd been in Transformers, and then that's kind of all I'd seen and I didn't realise he'd, he'd done so many other films um, but I just started doing a little background research on him and then I like come across this article that was like he was tripping on he was tripping on acid and strangled his director for one of the films and I was like oh that's taken a, a, a quick turn mm. um, but I feel with him do you know what I don't know the, the, I might be speaking out of turn here but with the films I've watched with him he, he always delivers to a level but I feel like a little bit in my head, like Adam Sandler, he plays a similar character and I might be speaking out of turn because I've not seen all these films, but I kind of felt like he was almost the same lad in this film that he was in the Transformers films. Uh, right. Cause I, I've watched the first Transformers, but then like didn't really care for, and so I didn't watch the rest of them. So I haven't actually seen him in uh, that much, that many movies, but he was in like Indiana Jones, the, not the he remake. Was. What was it? The um, like the latest, the one late, or late single uh, sequel. Yeah, no, I haven't. Yeah. I haven't. Um, yeah, I haven't seen him in uh, many other things as well. So, oh no, um, the Even Stevens, the TV series. Did you ever watch that? No, I didn't. You know, I never watched that. All oh, right, so I kind of that was like early two thousand. So I kind of caught the end of it in the Even Stevens movie. I thought he's funny in that, mm. but yeah, I, I have actually haven't actually seen him in many other things. But you say he, he yeah. <laughs> This could be the guy from uh, guy from Transformers is overwhelmed by the events of all of these uh, huge robots, so he retires and becomes a fisherman, 
uh, yes. on, the, on a lake. You think that could be, this could be a potential yeah. Transformers sequel? Fair yeah, enough. yeah, yeah. I, I do. I do. And I think that, you know, so he was good. The, the the lad that plays Zach, the Down syndrome, the boy was good. And like you say, it's quite a small cast because it's pretty much those two. Like, and it is that it is that classic going on a journey mm. style um, movie. And like almost a little bit, do you know what, do you know what I thought of? Um, Ice Age, you know, when you get like Sid, the sloth, and he wants to hang around with the big mammoth. Like, yeah, it's kind yeah. of that concept. Do yeah. you know what I mean? It's kind yeah. of... <laughs> yeah, one of them's got this like positive can-do attitude and the other one's like grumpy and, <laughs> and bitter until they actually become friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it, and it and it follows that kind of mold, doesn't it? And it, and in Ice Age, uh, it's the... Um, the the predators or whatever the what are they the saber tooth tigers. tigers that are trying to get the baby um, and in this film Shia LaBeouf's got a couple of guys that are after him because there's a bit of a kerfuffle at the start isn't there in in terms of he's fishing <laughs> or he's taking over some kind of guy's fishing land or something isn't he? and he and he sets all of their he sets all of their equipment and their boats on fire so they're chasing him for uh well twelve thousand dollars because he's burnt all of their fishing boats and nets and stuff and um, so they're after him like the saber-toothed tigers are after the mammoth and sid mm. so i was kind of like yeah it's a similar film this and i guess um, diego the saber-toothed tiger that joins the guys in ice age is the, he's there for the wrong reasons and i guess when eleanor joins yes. the three of them she's trying to get zach yes. and take him back so holy shit yes. this is ice age the mo- oh god Ice Age the movie with real people with wrestling instead of ice. Yeah, so 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 with wrestling instead of ice. <laughs> um, so that was kind of like my kind of take on it, like a little bit. It the acting's okay. It's funny. Um, the storyline is quite predictable. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, it's yeah. not very creative. Yeah, like I say grumpy person meets optimistic person that wants to go to the wrestling school. He says, Hey, I'll take you as they go along their journey. They become friends. Um, they get to the wrestling school. He has that wrestling fight or whatever. And then at at the end, they're all like one big family, including the carer, you know? Mm. So it's quite, it's quite a predictable storyline. Yeah. It wasn't exactly like groundbreaking or anything. It wasn't like the new Godfather. I've never seen Godfather, you know. I've I would not recommend film. it to you. I love it, but it's long. What are you trying to say? It's long. What are you trying to say here? <laughs> Come on. You, you know your attention span. This It's a long film and it can be quite slow at points. I don't know if you'd... Right, okay. Maybe, maybe, yeah, or maybe, yeah, yeah. maybe I'm just telling you that you won't like it, so you want to prove me wrong and you're going to go watch it. <laughs> Uh, you, you know me too well mm. now. You've got me both. Like you've got me both. Got you with by both psychology <laughs> and <laughs> you're gonna be able to nip, manipulate my one emotion incredibly well now. It's getting easier um, and easier. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so like it, it, it's a feel-good film. It is quite funny. Um, I did enjoy watching it. The story is quite basic. It's perfect for that kind of like, you know, Sunday, mm-hmm, you've had a few mm-hmm. beers on a Saturday night. Maybe it's been your 26th birthday and you've been out in a really flary shirt or yeah, something maybe you like just that. spent a Sunday Sunday afternoon holding a baby with a guy that tucks his penis inside himself yeah. and you just want to go home and sit and chill and watch a film. This is like perfect for mm. that. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's, the, it's the movie equivalent of a chill out album, I guess. Yeah. 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 It is. And it is, it is quite funny. It's quite different. Do you know what else I did notice as well, which we've obviously got to say, which relates back to the podcast massively. 
What what happens in it that made you go, oh my god? The forming of the alter ego. Yeah, yeah. there he is. Yeah, because he's yeah, because um, yeah, because obviously Zach's he he's dealing with um, he's he's not good enough. He tells that little story about his coach. Um, so this is the Down syndrome lad yeah, you're yeah. talking about. Yeah, Zach. Yeah, he's yeah. talking about his coach and how the, the the coach called him a retard all the time. And uh, Tyler's like, "Did your team win anything? Like, it sounds like a shit coach." And so Zach is like saying, "Oh, I need to get into this." And Tyler's like, "You need an alter ego. What's your name? What's your wrestling name?" And I was like, "Ah, yes." Mm, so yeah. So that's so yeah. He is the Peanut Butter Falcon, which is. Yeah, what what a name, as well. Yeah, and I, oh, I, yeah. I liked it when they did his um, the match at the end when he walks mm-hmm. out covered in cardboard. And, oh yeah, and, that's class. And, and the and the guy who <laughs> yeah, yeah, quote yeah. trained him was like, oh my god, he's co- he's covered in cardboard. He's, <laughs> and and then there's absolute silence for the audience. But then he kind of like he does this spin. And then, like t- the music starts playing, and he runs around, starting high fiving everyone, and he wins everyone over. Every- like everyone's like, yeah. everyone's having a great time. And I was like, that was good. Uh, that- yeah, yeah, <laughs> As yeah. He becomes the because that scene Falcon. at the end is it- that scene at the end. He obviously gets a real wrestling match, and the guy that is wrestling him is supposed to take it easy, but basically decides not to because he's a prick, yeah. doesn't he? Um, yeah. And. Yeah, there's no kind of that. That guy's got no motive, has he? Other than he's just being a dick. Uh, that's what I thought about yeah. him. Sometimes people are dicks. So yeah. yeah, I guess. Which I guess is another lesson to learn from it. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I would. Would you recommend this then? I I would say look. I would say yes. I enjoyed it. Um, it's not gonna. You're not gonna sit there and go, oh my god, that was an unbelievable film. Mm-hmm. But it's a nice, easy watch. It's it's from the. Um, the same people that did Little Miss Sunshine, right? And you can, I, I think you can feel oh, that. It's, it's quite... Right. I like it when you find out all of these little things yeah, for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can, and, and once you know that, you go, ah, yeah, that makes sense. Mm. Um, so it's that kind of weird, a little bit like Mr. Fantastic. It was Captain, Mr. Fantastic. Yeah, Mr. Fantastic. Fantastic. <laughs> was it actually? It's Captain Fantastic. <laughs> I thought it was Mr. Fantastic. I thought that one... Oh, fuck. Um, Captain Fantastic... It's like that. It's kind of got this weird spin to it. The humor's odd and the humor's weird, but it's it's a nicely tied together film. It's like you say, it's not going to be something that you're going to go, oh my God, that was a groundbreaking story. You'll probably get to the end of it and think, oh, that was very much like Ice Age. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but you'll smile whilst you're watching it and whilst you're doing it. Mm. So, yeah. I would, I would say it's definitely worth a watch, but it's not going to blow you away yeah. from the storyline. But you're not going to watch it to get your mind blown, you'll watch it for the smile at the, as well. And which is, yeah, I did, I, I did find another connection hard. though, as well. Um, one of the directors, oh. well, both of the directors, um, directed a short film for, um, Alex Honnold from free solo. Did they really? Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're rock climbers. There we go. So, and they, they, they shot some of him, but yeah, it's all connected. And yeah, yeah, it's all connected. I did this all deliberately. <clears throat> yeah. Did you? No, no, of course I didn't. Oh, did- I was going to say that was really smart of you. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, I, but no, I, I, I definitely recommend it as like a feel good 
film as well because I had a great time watching it. It, uh, it was a nice transition after we've had like two really heavy weeks of like some hard hitting stuff. Yeah, it was quite nice to just sit there and watch a Down syndrome lad get rugby tackled. I mean, must not so. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, come on. That's all in the humour of the film. Can I say that? Have I, have I dropped my foot in it there? I don't know. If I... <laughs> oh, right. I'm all right with that. It, okay. it, it's he, just he, like if you put that getting, as the Instagram clip and it's just going to be that. <laughs> well, I could, I could cut the, this up and make... Like, you'd be so compromised, you would. <laughs> well, I do that to myself a lot yeah. of the time. I mean, he was getting rugby tackled... And he was consenting it, right? So no, no harm was done. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> no, he's, yeah, it's very I feel funny, like maybe I've said the wrong thing. No, he's he's like a really really cool guy as well. So yeah, definitely that was so that's peanut butter falcon. Um, the peanut the peanut butter falcon. Um, so we say check it out, and um, I would say check it out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And check what it you out, can also do oh. is this: um, we can. How do we segue? Um, I, was, I thought there was I a good segue, se- but I couldn't find, think of one. Have you got one? Uh, the closest thing I've got to a segue is that they're on a raft and he <laughs> gets a fish out of the water and there's also a fish on the cover of the album that you asked me to review this week. Okay. Um, yeah. Or, yeah. or they sail down the river from a film about sailing down the river to an album by a band called Dry the River. Fantastic. They're getting worse. They're getting worse. Yeah. I peaked. I peaked at my wearing the trousers segue. I think. I think that was my peak. Sure. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what album did you had? London Grammar. Yeah. So you've got absolutely no segue. I'm a little bit closer to you. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, man. Let's do it. Then. We could talk. We could talk music. We could talk music. And um, dry the river. You gave me. Mm. Uh, no, you didn't. You gave me shallow bed by dry by the dry the, the river. river. Yeah. By the dry, not the dry the river, by dry the river. And um, I feel pressure this week because you kind of lined me up a little bit last week by saying there's only one album that you've recommended so far that I've actually decided to put (laughs) into the Travis Pepper playlist. And you also said that you feel like this is a band that would be me through and through. Um, Mm hmm. Album cover, little fish. Is he a shark? Is he a fish? I think it's a, a shark. shark isn't I think he? I think it's a shark. Yeah. So um, he's a weird looking shark, isn't he? Because he, 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 I kind of don't know whether he's threatening or whether he's friendly. Does that make sense? Yeah, but I think that's a that's a that's a, that's an interesting thing. It's you're not totally sure. So guess gets you thinking. Yeah, because he he looks a little bit mischievous, but then he also doesn't look that scary either. Mm-hmm. He looks quite sweet. So it's a album cover that is actually quite dark. Um, and he's got a shark on it and it just says dry the river, shallow bed. Yeah. Um, it's okay. I don't mind it. Came out in 2012. I This album, I don't know how I, I didn't find this band. I, the first thing I thought was I was actually a bit disappointed with myself. Um, right. For not knowing this band. Because there's two wicked albums that, two of my favourite albums ever, which I, 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 I'm scared to give you some of my favourite albums anymore because Foles got shot down so hard that I'm like... <laughs> keep, Amazon's got in keeping there. Keeping them close to... Your top, <laughs> they're not, your they're top. not in my top... Oh, right. They're okay. not one of my top okay. five. They, they were last year. Top three albums One of my top year, albums. So. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But not of all time. And I'm keeping my all-timers very close to my chest. But two of them are from 2012. Okay. Um, and I kind of felt like, how is this album, how has it evaded me and, and got away from me? But... 
Let's talk it through. Let's talk it through. Opening track, Animal Skins, Mm. right? Animal Skins started... It's got that slappy bass. Slapping the bass, man. It's got that kind of um, slappy bass that sounds like red hot chili peppers. Do you know what I mean when I say that? That that, that kind of... um, Slappity slappity sound. Uh, um, y- yes, kind of. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I'm coming? Well, from? I know what it sounds so, like. So I see. I know what you're trying to describe. But yeah, it, yeah. But everybody else doesn't have a clue. Um, <laughs> and that first track, I quite liked it because it's weird and it doesn't make a lot of sense to me, and it's all a little bit kind of like atmospheric. And I like that kind of stuff. You know, there's this slappy bass, scratchy guitar, um, mm. not a lot of structure to it. It's, it's very much like an intro track. And as soon as he started singing, um, I thought of a band called the Local Natives. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know. No, do you I know don't the know Local them. Natives? Okay. Well, I straight away thought, ah, oh, this sounds very much like the Local Natives, and. Um, naturally felt like okay this could have potential um in it the, the, the last thing i've wrote about that intro track is it's odd but i quite like the fact that it's odd um mm-hmm. go straight into new ceremony track number two which starts completely different right yeah. like it's got that nice little opening riff um and his voice sounds quite like softer to it there was a desperation to the first track which doesn't come along in the second track his his voice is much much softer mm. and it's mm. much nicer um and he's a very versatile vocalist i found do you know what to talk to talk about his vocals i've written down that his vocals they sound very like what did i write about his vocal uh oh what did i write okay so i've said his voice sounds really strained it sounds really strained and really desperate Mm -hmm. and like Mm -hmm. if he was singing on his own you'd be like he's got a horrible voice but somehow it's it's kind of like a dulcet tone that he has, but it kind of works, and I like it. Yeah, um, yeah. But I found it very different. But the whole time I was going through this album, I was like, "Who does he remind me of? Who does he remind me of?" Because the voice sounded like it reminded me of somebody, and it wasn't until track number eight or nine that I was like, "That is who he reminds me of." Mm-hmm. Um, but new ceremony, uh, I really like that track, mm-hmm. and I probably got stuck on it for about three days. I'm going to say it was probably like Tuesday or Wednesday since I got past it. Cause I just, I don't know what it was about that song, but I just loved it. Like I just fell, I just fell, it fell in love yeah, with it. That's, um, that's my second favorite song on the album. That is, is it? Yeah. yeah. I, I, it was the kind of thing where you're listening to it and then just the, the shine a little light on da, 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 yeah, yeah, just yeah. comes out of nowhere. And I'm like, Oh, what, what, what's going I, on? This yes, is amazing. What? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, 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 yes. I agree with all of that. Like, it's, it's how that kind of that shine a little light, don't wrestle with the night, just think about yeah. the future, comes out of nowhere. And what he does really well is he starts it and you think, okay, this is not a big hitter from the start, but how they transition into that kind of section, I was just like, wow, hmm. like, you've got me. I mean, I'm enjoying that. And um, they do that thing with the like the snare drum and the floor tom when they're like, bah, 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 bah. and I, yeah, it yeah, always yeah. gets me every it, single it, time they, when they're they good do at building stuff like up. I feel like the, the yeah, songs yeah, yeah. build and uh, take you on like a, it's the dynamics in the song are like very well thought out. And this is why I think they, a lot of the songs have a lot of replayability. Like I go back and listen to them because each part of the song is kind of done a bit differently. It's like bigger or smaller or subtler or more crazy than the time they did it before. So it's not like you've listened to the chorus, the same chorus over and over again for me. 
So I always mm-hmm. go back and be like, oh, I want to hear it again. Oh, and then he do it again. Well, if I need to hear yeah. it that again, I need to listen to the whole song again. So that's what I like about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, sorry. Yeah, no. Yeah. I just got excited that you like that and song. It, <laughs> no, mate. No, absolutely. Like, it's definitely my favorite track on the album. Mm. Um, that one, New Ceremony. I enjoyed it a lot and I liked how he changed things up. Um, Shield Your Eyes. I, again, I've like thought of very local natives feel to it. Um, he talks about, right? I had to look at this up. Do mm-hmm. you know what? I don't even know how to say this word. Do you know? The, Frigan, Frigan, how do you say that Phrygian. word? Frigan Lion? Phrygian Lion. Yeah, what is that? It's, um, what is that? So, you know, in music, um, you can have uh, a key, like C major, D major. Mm-hmm. Um, well, a Phrygian is, is, is a mode. So C major is when all the notes line up in a certain way. Um, and the minor is okay. when they line up in a different way, which sounds sadder. Well, um, mm-hmm. Phrygian uh, mode is one of the variations of that. So it's not, so in pop music, you'll hear mostly major, minor in, uh, and maybe something like Dorian mode. Dorian mode and Mixolydian mode, you might hear in, uh, quite often in movies, like pirate themes are very um, Mixolydian. Uh, they use those scales and medieval sounding stuff uses Dorian and Phrygian is like slightly minor, but majory feeling. So it kind of sounds melancholy would be the best way to describe it. It's it's okay. not completely sad. It's so what, so what he's done is he's, he's used a little melody that doesn't usually fit to that key in a very mainstream way. Um, but yeah, you, you mention that to a musician uh, who's someone who's like studied music and they'll be like, oh yeah, I'll get you. Um, so it's, right, it's okay. quite common in So he was singing about that Phrygian lion or whatever. Mm. Um, right at first, I, I, could, I couldn't work out what the hell he was saying. I thought he was saying to do with fridges. I thought he was talking about a fridge and a lion. <laughs> As I've got to look this lyric up because I don't know what it is. And then I looked it up and I still didn't know. I thought that song was okay. Shield your eyes. Um, mm-hmm. History book history book I, like again it's kind of got that jingly style intro i started to feel right that with history book there was almost a mumford and sons style vibe to it i'm not gonna say like super but i was kind of like it's got a folk a, a folky style mm-hmm. like folk music style vibe to this one um and again i've written like his voice is straight is strained i'm trying to figure out who he is um he does that thing again where he changes it, uh, where he goes into singing as heavy as a history mm-hmm. book can be. The da 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 dee dee dee. Like, and again at one twenty five, I was like, I like that. I like how he's like started off with something quite slow, and then at one minute twenty five, he brings something in that's uh, um, slightly different, and then he does it again at the end of the song where he sings something like "Sweet Little si- uh, Sings in the Pasture" or something. He says, "Do you know the bit I mean?" And and then it's a the trumpet bit, comes da, in. Da, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. So I, w- I would say this is my second favourite song and I enjoyed oh, it nice. when he brought the kind of trumpets in. Um, I thought that was that was quite good. And again, like what what I like is it ends up, it starts basic, but it ends up at the end of it be quite quite nicely layered. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you're, you kind of break into the middle of the album at this point. So I'm looking at, uh, the Chambers and the Valves, Demons and Bible Belt as mm-hmm. these three tracks. And you start to kind of lose me at The Chambers and the Valves, if I'm honest. Okay. The, the Chambers and the Valves, Demons and Bible Belt. I, I started to feel like, yeah, 
you losing me a little bit the chambers and the valves i didn't mm-hmm. like that song um i found it quite overbearing and I, for some reason it just chipped away at me like the rhythms and this the 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 singing on it i wasn't a fan and then demons mm-hmm. it felt mm-hmm. to me like a church hymn well, that makes sense you know when they're yeah. singing day yeah, yeah. in and day out and they're singing that over and over again, day in and day out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was like, it's kind of a churchy hymn, and I'm not really sure. Um, but then I, I think they were kind the of going it- for that, that kind were of you? vibe. I think that, like, I get the feeling that there's something, they have some re- religious references in there as well. And okay. um, I think the lyrics to Demons are very religious as well. So they've, with that kind of hymn like thing, that was kind of the connecting everything together. Um, so yeah, I think it was like intentional as well. I got that feel from Demons, right. and then it kind of nicely goes into um, Bible Belt and and the intro, and that again is fairly soft. But I, I was like, uh, it's okay. It's still got this kind of church vibe to it, which isn't a problem. Mm-hmm. There's a church vibe, but it just wasn't like. Whereas what I've really liked about his stuff was, as I said, history book and in the New Ceremony, the way that he chops and changes things is what really yeah. got me. And like he doesn't do that in these three, which I'm like, okay. I was thinking about it and I said, he can't win here with me because if he'd have done the same thing all the way through the album, I'd have moaned that he did the same thing all the way through the album. Oh, I'm so right. glad I didn't have to say it. <laughs> <laughs> so I would have, I'd have had a moan and said he didn't, he didn't try anything different. He didn't change it up. He tried something different. So brownie points and fair enough, yeah. but I wasn't really sold on it. Um, mm. n- no rest comes in and, yeah. um, this this song started to bring it back for me actually. Um I I enjoyed it and again I think does he have trumpets in this? No, he doesn't. doesn't uh yeah, he does. So yeah, I say uh, I don't have much I don't think they have a string section in it. It probably have some background trumpets in it. Yeah, it has some very slight trumpets in there again and I kind of liked that he brought that back and it was in this track that I realized who he sounds like. He sounds like Tom O'Dell. Do you know who Tom O'Dell is? I do, but I from what I've heard by Tom O'Dell, I, I, I don't recognise it. But I might have to go listen to some to get the reference. I can't um, sing it, but he he does that line where he's like, "I love you in the best way possible," and he got, really goes for the highest. The best way, way possible. He goes up there, and oh. his voice—that's the best that his voice sounds in the whole album. Like he nails that. Um, and again, it's done that thing where it starts as something quite slow, mm. and then ends up being something slightly different. So I was like, cool. I'm liking was, it again. That is my favorite song on the album. That, I'd that. say that is my third. Oh, fantastic. Cool. Right. We can still be friends. I would, I would, <laughs> I would order them as new ceremony, history book, no rest. A bit nice. emotional for me. I love you in the best way possible. You've lost me there. So <laughs> I love you nice. in the best way possible. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um uh, yeah i'm glad i'm I'm glad you because the vocal performance on that um i remember the first time i listened to it so this is one of the songs i've played on gone back and listened to on repeat most in probably uh my like all my music all life because this is one of my favorite songs of all time that one as well and just no rest yeah just the i like it the passion in his voice and like he starts really soft with this I used to be and it's like really soft and just and then he goes into this belting final bit and I'm there going whoa so yeah I just his voice like yeah like you said best on the album like that moment I'd say yeah 
100% his voice is the best there that it is across the whole thing. And it's a shame that he doesn't do that in more because he's actually got a really nice voice and it's almost like he's putting on the the strainy, moany side of his voice in the other stuff. But like I say, I quite like it. Mm-hmm. I quite like it because it's not polished. Um, yeah. Yeah, if that, if that makes sense. And then look, like Shaker Hymns, Weights and Measure, Lion's Den. I've not really got much for any of them because they're they're nice tracks they they they're like the stuff with the, the churchy stuff in the middle i kind of like, i'm not into this mm-hmm. those three songs were all okay they didn't upset me at all mm-hmm. but there wasn't anything that really stood out to me in any of those tracks it's kind of like a lot of the other stuff on on the album which is fine um and then i thought that family was quite nice like the last mm-hmm. track i think again he, he came back to it what i've written down as the tom tom odell vibe like it, it kind of had that same kind of feel to it that i got with no rest um but it didn't nice. compare to that track so you know right. overall as i said to you my four in our like new ceremony mm-hmm. um history book no rest and i would say shield your eyes as well um uh, oh yeah 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 okay are my and and that's and they're and they're really on the you know like the first so animal skins is the first track then you've got new ceremony track two shield your eyes track three and history book track four so i was at track four thinking my god this is a belter uh, of an album Mm. and then the chambers and the values came and i went oh no i'm like i receded in a little bit um but the first four (laughs) tracks i'm like Mm. um the first four tracks are wicked and then i really like no rest as well so like, mate, look, you said it last week. You've kind of got the blueprint of, of me down. <laughs> and uh, I'd love to turn around and say that I don't like this album to prove you wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I like I've, I've but, got you on the ropes there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it looks like I've got to admit that this is a. Uh, it's an enjoyable album it's not like i think what's cool about me saying i've got my top five albums you know like that really top level creme de la creme stuff it's not up there like i wouldn't put it in there but that's something that's really hard to break you know like you've got to mm, be mm. you've got to be serious mumford and sons the yeah, sino more are in there so you did like one of the albums from that mm-hmm, that top mm-hmm, five mm-hmm. so this i wouldn't put it up there would i recommend it yes i think a lot of people won't like it though if that makes sense i think yeah, it's not main. It's not mainstream, and I think a lot of people would listen to it and go, "What the bloody hell do you see in this?" Yeah, this is why I like it though. It's it's uh, it's it's its own thing. Uh, it's kind of like it's got its own personality, and it's a bit underdoggy out there. Um, so yeah, I, I get what you're saying that it, it'll be a bit like Marmite for some people. Um, yeah, it will. But I definitely think that there'll be people that will enjoy. It. You know, the, the tracks that we've mentioned, History Book, No mm-hmm. Rest, um, and New Ceremony. I think like you, anybody would listen to them and go, okay, cool. The rest of the album, a lot of people might not really appreciate and might find it a bit slow. Mm-hmm. Um, but look, on the whole, I would give it the, the, I would give it my blessing and I would put it into <laughs> the, the merit of the moron. Yeah. The merit of the moron. Um, and it will go into the Travis Pepper playlist. So that means, cue the bagpipes. Oh. It's coming in, it is a win. It's the Travis Pepper playlist time. It's going in, it's going in, it's the Travis Pepper playlist time. 
It shallow bed by dry the river in the Travis Pepper playlist time. It shallow bed by dry the river in the playlist. Oh, I mucked it up at the end. Oh, I was going so well. <laughs> That's brilliant. I was like, okay, I hope he shuts up so I can actually tell the uh, the the listeners what the album is. Oh, he's only gone and bloody done it himself. <laughs> I was looking at it. I was like, can I get this in? Can I get this in? Can I get this in? Nice. And I did. Oh, I'm proud of you, mate. Oh, nice. Thank you, mate. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. I did, mate. I must admit. Um, do you know, like, if we're talking about the best albums that we've had so far, I still think for me the best discovery has um, been the Holy Holy Guys mm-hmm. when the storms okay. would come, like that album. But then I would probably put this one second. Nice. Oh, yes, that's good to I know. probably would. I'm slowly my, making my way back into. Uh actually contributing to the downtown. Travis Prepper playlist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you've got you've got the same number of albums in the playlist as that random bloke in Australia, so congratulations. <laughs> I've overtaken him now. Yes. <laughs> oh, yes, you have. Sorry, you've overtaken him. Yeah, yeah, you've overtaken Finally, him. Finally, we so neck random and neck Australian man. <laughs> What'd you say? It was neck and neck for so long. <laughs> just well, I was just going to say if little shout out to the random man in Australia if you're still listening please recommend us another album and like match him two for two and it can become a competition oh fuck off (laughs) (laughs) no more recommendations for you (laughs) (laughs) Travis Pepper versus the random Australian man I'm up Uh, for that Oh, no, it's, it's, it's very, I, I, I like, I'd, I'd rather choose outlandish <laughs> albums that I oh. don't know that you'd like, or I don't know if the listeners would like, than um, going for something really, really easy listening. Like I knew, I, I had a feeling that Dry the River would match the loop, uh, the, the loop, uh, well, the, the moron markup, the, the blueprint. But as you said, you know, it's it won't be everyone's thing, and uh, I think people. It's quite interesting the album. I find so. Mm. So, that was mm-hmm. dry the river with shallow bed. Um, into and the you know what it's time for now. Bed. No. Oh. Okay. Um. Well, I'll see you next week then. Cool. No, <laughs> not bedtime. I, was, I need a wee. It's that classic right. wee time. The classic <laughs> wee time. You, felt, you sound so disappointed now. I, every, I, mean, I, I sound think, disappointed every time you go to the toilet. It's it's. I've just got a small bladder. I've got oh. a small bladder, but a big heart. I should put that on my Tinder. <laughs> small bladder, but a big... That's actually pretty funny. And I'm back. Sorry. Oh, you're still you there. Mean? Cool. Oh, yeah. sorry, mate. I, don't, <laughs> I thought, I thought about leaving and not being here when you got back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Genuinely got... Uh, I got problems. So where were we at? We're at 1 minute 10. You know what? I was going to say the... Uh, what do we call him? The chief of quality control might be getting annoyed at the length. But the funny thing is, right? He's been moaning about the length. Oh, they're too long. You need to calm down. And then I was like, all right, what do you want to get rid of? Like we, yeah. we either <laughs> yeah. we either review we review less things, and he was like, "Oh no, I like it when you review three things." I was like, okay, um, or we could cut the stupid waffle out from the start, and you get no stories about people that tuck their penis inside their body. There's and probably like, no, a lot no, of people, no. lot of people listening, going, "Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, cut that, yep, yeah, definitely." <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> no, bless him. Hello. Um, and he was like, no, no, no. So I, uh, I, um, I saw him before I started recording and he was like, I've been thinking about it and, you know, maybe you could cut five minutes out here, five minutes out there and cut it down to fifth, like an hour and 15 minutes. And then I was like, but really to say 15 minutes, like in the end, he ultimately said, keep doing what you're doing. So all yeah, that yeah. fuss yeah, for yeah. no reason whatsoever. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. I think we've got enough time to do some, uh, do, to do one last thing here. Um, yes. I'm excited about this one. My, okay. my crush. Hayley Reid. Is it Hayley Reid? No, Hannah. Oh. Hannah Reid. Hannah Reid. Sorry, you're Crush and you don't even know her name. What kind of stalker yeah, are you? <laughs> That's why I've been getting it wrong. If I'd have got her name right, she definitely would have been dating me by now. It's just the only reason that she's not is because I've not been able to spell her name. <laughs> <laughs> you've, been, you've been searching for the wrong person on, uh, on Instagram or whatever. And oh, so this is why. Yeah. Ah. I've got well, a feeling somehow that my, my hopes might be slim, but you never know. <laughs> Oh. Never give up hope. Oh, never right. give up hope. Never give up hope. Okay. Well, the the album is "If You Wait." So this was the the debut album um, uh, from London Grammar, and they'd done some things before then. Like they they released an EP and they were featured on uh, was it Disclosure, uh, an, an album by Disclosure. So they. I want to uh, say that they were featured after that after that album, but I could be wrong there. Um, it was, so they released an EP did. in 2013 and then at the end of the year, um, oh, okay. So they released their first single about the same time they, they did this thing with Disclosure as well. So when did the album get released? Um, I thought it was earlier than 2013. 20, September the 6th, 2013. Was it? So, okay. Yeah, yeah. So... Oh. Got lots of play on Radio One, very very Radio One um, compatible. They, they they got on very well, uh, and I can see why. Yeah, very very nice uh, pop songs. They're a pop band, so they're kind of uh, ambient indie uh, pop is the best way. Ambient indie is the best like way that. I could describe it. Mm. Um, so lots of delayed guitars. Um, really, um, she's got very very sweet but powerful. Uh, Almost at times ethereal voice as as well. Um, I've written down in the the, the influences that um, I very much got. Um, I, I I think I'll be quite confident in saying that they were at least inspired, maybe influenced by um, Florence and the Machine uh, kind of thing, because uh, bits of the music kind of had this similar thing. But um, yeah, reminding me of stuff like Florence, uh, Jess Glynn. Uh, there was one part of the album where I... Jess Glynn? I think it's Jess Glynn. No. One who features on lots and lots of tracks, like her, her voice. No. Um, but not the music. Um, but there was one point where I got a bit of a Dido vibe, which I wrote down, <laughs> which was... Uh, Dido? Yeah. Where, like, where, where were you getting that? That was... Um, scrolling through my notes, scrolling through my notes. Night Cool. No. Okay, that's a cover, isn't it, as well? Is it? I'm giving you a night call. Yeah, who sang the original night call? No idea. Oh, that's why it's got different writers. Is it? Night night call. Is it night C-A-L-L? Yeah. So it's originally by right. Kravinsky. 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 Yeah. Ah, interesting. Well. Yeah, so that was released originally. Oh, no, hang on. 
Oh, yeah, God knows. A, uh, yeah, 2010. Ah, that's cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that was a cover track. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, because it did stand... That kind of felt a bit separate from the album for me. But um, I will say, so the cover, it's uh, London Grammar, if you want. The three of them stood in front of uh, a projector, it looks like. And uh, yeah, they look quite happy to be there. So, music. Um, <laughs> yeah, so... Um, You've done album, it justice. Well done. I thought so, to be honest. Um, so, album starts with the track Hey and Now. Um, it, it really establishes and introduces their kind of... Uh, this, again, this uh, ambient indie pop genre. Very calm, very ambient. Um, she's got a great um, falsetto voice or head voice and a very, very strong vocals. Like, so she starts not showing off, but like from the first track, I was like, um, that's pretty good. I realized I'm still scaring my screen. So you oh, could I'm just not, be reading I'm my notes. <laughs> um, I'm not looking at it. So what I liked fun. about it is, is it, uh, it starts, uh, it, the thing that got me interested about this album um, was in this song, where it starts with like a little Hammond organ which isn't as common in popular music, but this little organ sound to introduce it. Um, what, that then, very opening noise that you hear? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I like and that I, noise. I, I do like that sound, so it sounded totally very good. Mm. And to be fair as well, the entire album is very, very nicely produced. Like the mix and the balance of all the sounds sounds really, really, really nice. Um, mm-hmm. And then the delayed um, guitars come in, and um, I was like, yeah, okay, so they've kind of established the sound. It was a nice, nice song. Um, and, but it wasn't, it wasn't doing anything particularly impressive uh, for me by this point. But I, yeah, I was enjoying it. I was like, I was just chilling to it. So it was very, very chill up to this point. Um, second track, Stay Awake. It starts. So I really like how this track starts. It starts with, what I've written is a mysterious metaphysical horror movie sound effect, um, which is kind of like, it's got this Such haunting thing. Pants. Well, I, I wanted to, I wrote horror what? movie, but I'm like, it's not like sore. It's kind of like a bit airy and more confusing and mysterious. So okay. it, like, it's the kind of horror movie where you don't really know what the villain is or something like that. Um, and I thought that was really, really nice. And then it comes in with this, um, uh, quite simple uh, guitar and piano line, which sounds really, really warm. Um, but then it keeps this kind of horror thing that I described. It goes along in the background, gives it a bit of a mm-hmm. lifting feeling. And I was like, okay, this is nice. Okay, this is nice. And then this this lo-fi hip-hop beat comes in. Um, so like this drum kit playing on the ride, really, really gritty. And I love that. I thought that sounded so good. And mm-hmm. um, and I, to be honest, the only bad thing, I've, not bad thing, the only thing, criticism I wrote of this song was just like, I'd have just liked to hear that for a bit longer before the vocals came in. But mm-hmm. like, this was my favourite track on the album. Um, well, Stay Awake. Yeah, this is my favourite track. Wow, interesting. And, and I've written... Um, so yeah, the combination of that kind of celestial ambience, the lo-fi beat, the warm guitars and, and halfway through at the end, it comes on with a really nice sub bass synth. And what I thought was like, oh, each of these little instrumental bits don't 
like if I was writing this song, I wouldn't have gone, oh, you know what this needs? Sub bass. Or you know what this needs? Um, a lo-fi beat over the background. Like I wouldn't have thought of that if I was writing it. So that was quite nice. I really enjoyed that. And that's that was my favourite song on the album. Um, <laughs> Sorry, that's tickled me. So tickled you? you wouldn't have put it. <laughs> you saying that? I wouldn't have put this in there. Well, you're not a professional musician, James. Like, it's like, well, technically, James, I am so. a professional musician because I've been paid. Have you? Yeah. Oh, I, I take I take that back. I didn't yeah, realise I was podcasting. With, I didn't realise I was podcasting with a rock star. Jesus Hell Christ! Yeah. What, this what is, you, this is why pay, if, you, if you reviews. now tell me it was like your sister's 18th birthday that you were paid you and your mates to do a gig that that doesn't I was, count i was paid to tour tour, tour the oh. uk oh okay uh, i'll take i'll take all of that back i apologize, yeah. I apologize. and i've made like two I'm... and a half quid from spotify so uh. have you actually no that, that's quite a lot uh for spotify yeah that's still not. doing well there yeah <laughs> Yeah, so I, I, I reckon our I reckon our single might beat it though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When we, when two pound fifty. Yeah, two pound fifty. Oh, mate, I mate, I take that back. I, I apologise. You're a professional <laughs> musician, and I should. Uh, yeah, yeah, I should yeah. Take on board what you say, more. Yeah, you you shut your mouth. Yeah, all right. Yeah, you this put is, me in my place, didn't you? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> but, but yeah, so Stairway was my favourite song on the album. Uh, Shire. Mm-hmm. Um, there's. Um, I didn't think there was much going on at this point. I kind of. I was hoping to myself because everything had been quite similar. Everything. And I'd say everything is quite samey on this album. And Shire was the point where I kind of anticipated that. I kind of went, Oh, I feel like this is all going to kind of sound maybe the same. Um, so the only bit I like that is there's like loads of background vocals, which sound really, really nice uh, in the bridge, the ooze in the background. So mm-hmm. um, yeah. And wasn't a fan of that. Uh, wasting my younger years, um, <laughs> wasting my younger years annoyed me because I, because the chorus, I was like, oh, I like that beginning line. And then the last bit of the chorus, I really didn't like. It sounded like the phrasing was often like she was trying to fit words in that didn't, didn't sound particularly uh, nice. But it was at this song, at the piano, I don't necessarily l- like it when a song reminds me of another song. Um, because then I get distracted by the other song, like uh, uh, the Elton John line that they had in the Aloe Black yeah, song from yeah, last week. Yeah. I didn't like it. But um, the piano in this song reminded me of um, Mad World. Um, okay. Da, 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 da. And so... Um, okay, you're but doing it wasn't, that right. I see exactly where you're getting that from, yeah. But... Da, da, it, da, 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 like four or five notes. Da, 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 da. Yeah, and I was like... It kept That's throwing enough, me back, it? But, I like, but I liked it. I like, you know, I liked it. So um, wasting my young years. I like wasting my young years. I think it's a good track. Yeah, I, it, still stay awake. Like the the track that I've gone, ooh, I quite like, and I've I've um I'll be putting that in a playlist probably. Wasting my younger years kind of picked my attention a little bit, but wasn't too impressive. Um, sights, um, was I found I found this song quite boring. Um, I didn't. The thing is. If you're going for this kind of ambient chill out vibe for the whole album, I feel like every melody that you're singing needs to be very good, very interesting and engaging because I also didn't find the lyrics too engaging. Some of the songs were a bit more, a bit more interesting. Um, But 
which is this was a quite interesting time to actually start thinking of this i was like yeah no interesting melodies um but i like the way that she delivered the last line of the song which is uh what are you afraid of um i know that you are so i was like oh, okay yeah right, okay it's quite nice and it's the way and it's it just like, her that sings that and it goes yeah, out doesn't it yeah, just yeah. Like, yeah so yeah, i quite like that so okay <laughs> god that did you so like bad. her voice yeah oh, yeah i think she's got a fantastic voice i really love her voice oh, okay. and uh, it's really versatile as well i'd say because she's got these really really like soft moments and she's got this night it's quite warm her voice so when she goes quite powerful quite loud it's not like um harsh at all it, it, it's not opera operatic but it's like um it's it's delivered with confidence like if i you know you got there's some artists that you see sing live and just the way they're about to try and hit some notes you're just it's a bit cringy because you feel like they're going to miss it like their voice is going to yeah. break. I could imagine I was just sit down while well, jumping around a stage or something, hitting everything like bang on and stuff. So yeah, awesome voice. Yeah. Um, I think one of the reasons that I fancied her is because I just thought it would be amazing like to date her if and she could just sing you to sleep. That sounds really creepy. But like, yeah, that's, that's I was just fun. like, I could listen to, I could listen to that voice and just fall asleep. Yeah. So she's, just, she's just got a great voice. Yeah. So yeah, great voice, like really easy to listen to. Like I, I had a, I had this on in the background. I had it on in the background quite a lot um, because I think I struggled when I, uh, well, I definitely did struggle when I just sat down to listen to the album. Um, so okay. I kind of get the feeling that I don't think I'll ever be able to sit down and listen to the album on its own just to listen to the album. I think it, it's a background thing. It was like you're saying with, um, uh, the rationale album it kind of took you back to a place like you, you listen on the beach like I could imagine um, yes coming to the end of like end of a night it's not a party night but you've had a few drinks by a campfire um, and like this is like the tuning out album where you just start relaxing and I'm just there kind of vibing like you got the yeah. sea in the background maybe maybe the sunset so this is the kind of thing that I thought could go with this you're lying um, and you're looking up at the stars yeah, you definitely. Know, like, you know, you, you know, like in the Lion King, where their heads are next to each other, Timon, yeah, Timon, Pumbaa, and Simba. We could be like that, lying on yeah. the beach, Talk, talking about all the little fireflies ca- trapped in the sky. Yeah, there you go. but so yeah, so I, when I said like you got to write this album, and it's got to, it's got to be interesting um, if you're going for this ambient vibe. Um, and I felt sights. Most of the songs after stairway was kind of interesting with the melody but what i liked was the 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 drum beats and the patterns that were going on there so um uh it was at this point where i was saying like you kind of need that you need a bit more interesting and then strong came on and there were great melodies i was Mm -hmm. like i was like far more exciting than sights and they had the the recurring theme like um with the you caught in the middle and like Mm -hmm. i like how i couldn't I probably couldn't tell you which part was like the chorus, but like each section ended with this little theme, which was the court in the middle. And I really liked yeah. that. So strong, great song. That was, that was far more exciting. And, um, but again, it's, it's still got this ambient vibe, but I think it was a bit more, um, it had a, not a lo-fi drum kit, but it had like, like nice drum kit at the end of a corridor, um, kind of rebirth. And it was like, nice drive to it so i quite like that um mm-hmm. then we go to night cool which is where i think yep. i got this actually i might have got it wrong it might not have been this one for the thing but um i really did not like the piano like 
it it okay yeah, I, yeah, I really yeah. don't like pianos which piano lines which are just arpeggios just repeated notes i think the one and only song that did that for me was clocks by Coldplay. um uh, that's a great song yeah that's that, that's from that, that's from a rush of blood to the head and that is a great album as yeah. well actually so a rush of blood to the head that's early 2000s isn't it that's, that's early 2000s the, uh, so yeah this is probably the first time i heard this kind of piano arpeggio and yeah. I, I think since then I'm just like, no, no, guys, leave it, leave it. Like, it's not going to sound any different to, to that. And it's like, it's like my first piano song. Like, as soon as you know where the things yeah, are, it's, it's like... It's a, it's like, a cover. Da, so da, da. It's fine. So, yeah, I, I really did not like the arpeggios. And I didn't like the song apart from the drum beat, apparently, I wrote. But I can't remember the drum beat. Oh, at the end. It's like... Yeah, it was it was like an, another one of those. Quite well, actually. <laughs> yeah, I was um, I, w- I was at work once, and um, one of one of I think my team leader back in the UK um kind of randomly announced that he wanted to learn how to beatbox, and um one of my colleagues who was uh, uh he was a MC at one point he was just like, well, ask James, he knows how to beatbox, and I was like, what? Do I? And apparently, I, and I found this out occasionally when like I need to reset my head, I just do a little beatbox rhythm just to uh, <laughs> like, like, you know how you got those like little comedy shows that are 20 minutes and each time they go to a different scene, a little, little bit of music plays. If I, if I, if yeah. I like, all right, I need to reset. I just go like, I just adjust myself and just do. And then they're like, <laughs> right. Ready for scene. <laughs> Cafe take one. <laughs> It's like how the N on Netflix that that gets me resets yeah, yeah, me yeah. like gets my attention. You do a little beatbox, I yeah. go. Doom. Yeah, it's um, yeah, it's it, it, amazing what music can do. Um, but then I can't really say much more about the rest of the album because metal and dust. Oh, metal and dust. Really, I said it was a bit more interesting with the vocal lines, but there wasn't much there. Interlude. I really like Metal and Dust. I, I honestly, I've got, to, I've got to stop you there, mate. Like that's a great track. That's one of my favourites, if not my favourite. And the whole, the, I, do you know, I should have listened to this so I could argue back with you because I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> but there's, there's a piece at the end of Metal and Dust where it just becomes like she's not singing anymore, and they've got the drum kit out, and it's just like this was the me, Dido song. Wow. And, and just at the end, it's like, yeah. and they're going for it. And I, and I went to see them live and they did an extended bit of that where she just kind of, you know, when like the, the, just the lead it. singer does. You're, you're yeah, she just, she just disappeared off stage for a while. She just left mm. the two guys there and they were just having it. And and it was a low ceiling in this venue and the place, like the, oh, the, the, the sound was just like thick is the only way I can describe it. And it yeah. went through me. And I think, I, I don't know how you don't like that track. I, I see I'm it could really be good upset. life, but um, the bit at the end, because no, they do this like backtrack glitch. now. Nah, you've made your bed lie in it, Travis. <laughs> nah, nah, I'm not having it. Well, Fuck this you. is the thing, because they do this technique at the end, which is like a glitchy vocal where they take the melody that she sung earlier and then it's like they copy and paste it and turn it into a new melody. So it sounds like, like it sounds glitchy, but um, mm-hmm. she like didn't sing that live uh, and they cut it up to give it a different sound. It's used quite a lot. Um, I like this, but um, yeah, I just don't think it was done very well in this uh, okay. this thing. Fair so enough. I kind of was like, I was like, if, you, if you're going to do that, I was like, 
give me give, give me some more go fully in and dedicate to it instead of kind of like halfway between it which i thought it was mm. um but i could see why it'd be good live like out of all of the tracks on the uh album i see that last bit as one of the biggest bits to happen it was very yeah. atmospheric don't listen to the professional people that's all i'm saying mm. listen yeah. to the guy that knows nothing about music because he's <laughs> definitely right in this, <laughs> in well, this mate, case. if you're vibing <laughs> it i could i could i would i would vibe to it live probably but um, Metal and Dust listening. was very good I, it's, a, it's one of my favourites and maybe it's that thing that I do where I attribute music to a time and I go wow that track was just like mm. boom and I listen back to that track and it transforms it transforms me it transports me back to yeah, yeah. to that venue in Oxford on a Tuesday night <laughs> where I was just <laughs> yeah yeah loving life. I, I, so I, you didn't get anything from Flickers or If You Wait either apart from Flickers no. Flickers was a bit groovy and I liked it Oh, you like, like Flickers? I was yeah, going to say I like Flickers as well. Flickers, it's got a bit more of a groove to it. And I was like, I feel like this and like, as much as I don't like Metal and Dust, like the bit at the end of that song, like I think all of this should have occurred a bit earlier on the album and they could have started varying it up a bit. But I was a bit disappointed that it got to the second to last song, Flickers, before I actually... Um, Got, got to start grooving it but you see i like that because i found with the shallow the shallow bed thing that like it, it kind of the first four tracks were great and then you kind of like the middle was a say a little bit and there's a there's there's no rest in there at the end but then the rest of it's all a little bit i, I like the fact they've got i don't know for me I, that's why i like listening to that album is i can listen to it all the way through and you get a different vibe and by the end of it you're not kind of going i'm just going through the motions i think when you've got this chill out vibe that they've got, that London Grammar have got, if you just did the big stuff at the start and the chill out at the end, oh you'd no, be no, no, hanging. right, okay, yeah, I, I didn't mean that, um, right, rearrange the tracks. I meant that they should have started doing stuff, like started varying stuff up in earlier songs in the way that they did. Oh, so, so I thought sorry. like it was, okay. it was just consistent, and I was like. And but then it, when we got to this point, I was like, "Oh, they're starting to shake it up." But oh, the album's over, right? Okay, could you have? Uh, I would have dropped a load of tracks from the album because this is the thing they've got. So for me, "Stay Awake" was my favorite. "Strong" was my second favorite, really good. And then "Flickers" was quite nice. Um, and I was like, "Okay, if." I could see those three songs with this kind of mm. ambient vibe being on an yeah. album that I liked. And so, like... So does that mean you don't like this album? Is that what no, you're saying? No, no, no. No, I don't like this album, unfortunately. Oh, bastard because, tits. Because I... And I, 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 I like three different songs to you as well. My three favourite are Metal and Dust, Wasting My Young Years and Hey Now. They're my three favourite. But go on, sorry, why don't you like this album? Like yeah, like I said, I don't think I could sit and listen to it uh, all the way through, uh, just just on its own. So uh, I think it could easily accompany. Like I've had it on the background, and I it's mm. there's nothing I apart from the beginning piano to metal and dust. There's nothing I can be like, oh, I don't like like that. The, that that bit like upsets me. No, there's nothing like that on the album. There just wasn't much else for me i personally just think you're bitter because there's a random bloke in australia that's got a better fuck music him. taste just, than yeah, you that's yeah, exactly <laughs> just fuck him this guy <laughs> no, and yeah. i hope he sends us more music because we need to catch him up and it's 2-1 at the moment and uh, we're going to catch him up to you he's got 100 percent record <laughs> though but mate does, okay yeah. fair enough 
Um, we we end we end on a little bit of a downer, but well, it is what right, it is. Because um, but I'd I'd say to like you know I, we're recommending albums here, so these this is the full package. But like you know, hit um, stay awake and strong. Yeah, like I dig these tracks. I dig these tracks, and I've also uh, it made me think of some. Art. Do you know Paris the band? No. Okay, because they're kind of like similar vocal styles, so they might be good to recommend you at some point. But yeah, this is, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like I like the style, but yeah, the album just didn't have uh, enough. Upset they didn't it. make it. See, this is the thing. It's another classic case of you going, oh, you should give me some different bands with a different style. <laughs> and I do. And then you moan about that. And they never make it on. So I'm just going to keep giving you indie bands that jingly jingly. The trick is to give me different albums um, that are good. Um, don't care what the trick is <laughs> don't give a shit about the trick um, um, but talking about sad and depressing way to end this episode are we gonna talk about what's coming now for the rest of the Travis Pepper show uh, what's coming up in the future well yeah um, or are the, you gonna just disappear uh, maybe I'll disappear bye everyone <laughs> right. right fair enough so for for all our lovely listeners, um, I will be making a a, a a quick little trip to to the Le Hôpital. Um, Bless for, you. <laughs> for um, for a, a simple operation, but it means that I uh, will not be around for for next week's show. Which means you've got me. <laughs> you've got me a hundred percent. Yeah, come yeah. on. So what? Uh, uh, so what we've decided to do is because it will be episode twelve. And we've also... Um, Don't tell we haven't. I think we should just leave it as a surprise. Okay. Well, we're going to we're gonna have a little, uh, a potentially a little break. We've, I know some listeners might be like, but you've actually got a book on the go, guys. Yes, we have. It's a very big book, so we kind of want to give it the full attention it deserves. Plus, uh, I might not be able to communicate as well in the next episode. So we'll just be having a little bit of a break and we'll come back um, with a bit more new and exciting things as well. Uh, yeah. So basically we've we've decided we're going to do seasons and mm-hmm. this is going to be the end of season 1. Well there'll be me next week. You will have me next week. So there'll be one more episode episode 12 with me flying solo and then hopefully there'll only be a week with no Travis Pepper show and then we'll be back with season 2. So thank you to all of our two listeners for mm. staying with us for the, <laughs> for the You're whole welcome. <laughs> I better tell me mum thing. Just kidding. I, I don't I don't listen to it. <laughs> it's us too, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. We've got two subscribers on the YouTube channel now. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> oh, wait. I just realised. Oh, God. I even started saying fantastic before I remembered it was you and me. <laughs> so you and me have liked it. So anybody else that wants to like it, if it's, if one person could like our YouTube channel and take it to three, that would mean it's That'd just not That would be a 50% increase. Um, so <laughs> well, 100% increase of people that don't actually... Um, <laughs> on the podcast. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. So yeah, we got a little. We got a little break while you go to hospital. I'm gonna miss it, mate. I, Are you gonna I really be okay enjoy this. on your own? Are you gonna survive? I don't know. I'll be sad, I think, <laughs> because I, I, what you can tell the genuine I'm in my a voice, little I'm bit concerned. <laughs> yeah, I am, voice. mate. Like I, I've liked how. Um, I don't know. I feel like a dog. You know, like when a dog gets left and. Um, 
like their owner goes on holiday and it's like, I know he's coming back. I know he's coming back. But I'm not quite sure. Like I'm a little bit like that, you know, just kind of getting left, but I trust that you'll be back. Yeah. And, and you can lick my face as much as you want when, when I'm back. Lick your face. And, and what was the other Smell one? My sniff, breath. sniff your, make friends by sniffing sniff butts butt. and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> Met, you can't call for love like a dog, <laughs> yeah. but you can call for Travis. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, mate. So like, obviously joking aside, I hope it all goes well. I hope you come back bitter, bigger, bitter. You're bitter anyway. I hope you come back bigger, <laughs> better, and stronger. <laughs> You're already bitter. Oh, it's true. Uh, <laughs> and if anything happens to you, please be aware that I will always look after your sister. Promise. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's my mum. I'm concerned about. No, it's not. I think that'll oh, make you got no worries. They're, 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 everyone oh, no. will be all right without me. It's fine. Don't worry. They'll they'll look they'll look after you. They'll look after you, Luke. Mate. That's what will happen. Yeah. So, but, <laughs> yeah, you're right. So ultimately, what you're saying is they're gonna they're gonna take over from you, and they'll yeah. look after me. You'll, as long you'll, as somebody you'll turn turns up, up and you'll turn up to their to their place um, after it's all happened, and you'll be like, "Hi guys, I'm here to look after you," and they'll just go, "Oh, okay, of, of course you are. <laughs> Come on in." <laughs> You'll be like, thank you. <laughs> and you'll, you'll think you're looking after them. You will. <laughs> oh, the, pro- the problem is I laugh so hard because it's true. Yeah. It's yeah. absolutely true. That's the things that work there. It's absolutely true. But um, yeah, we'll be back. It's been fun. Mm. And uh, looking forward to season two, mate. Yeah, we'll come back with some yeah. awesome recommendations, but also we'll have a review ready for episode one of season two. So, and we will have finished I Am Pilgrim, promise. Yeah. Promise, promise. Yeah. So, tune in next week for the highlights and whatever you come up with. <laughs> yes. The moron is flying solo next week. So, leave it with me. And uh, I'll love you lots, mate. I'll leave you be and uh, keep in touch, mate. Let me know how you get on in hospital. Yeah. Um, because obviously, I will be concerned. I love you, mate. I'll see you later. And love uh, as always, thank you. Bye. 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 It's the Travis Pepper Show. Thanks for listening, guys. If you had as much fun listening as we did prating about on record, then tune in next week where we'll do it all again. But between now and then, you can follow us on Instagram by searching Mentoring a Moron. So good luck trying to get that out of your search history.